Welcome to Kingdom Faith London podcast. We pray that as you listen to the Word of God, you will be built up, encouraged, inspired, that it will speak right into your situation as you listen. I'm from um, Genesis chapter 32. And then I've got a couple of clips that I'm going to be um, showing you today um, of a couple of things that I believe God wants to say to us. But in Genesis chapter 32, it says this from verse 22. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants and his 11 sons, and crossed the ford of Jabbok. After he sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and that man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, it is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spurt. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. And it just goes on to say about the, the hip and things like that. But one of the things that I, I really believe that God spoke uh, to, to myself over the last couple of days, actually, um, was that I believe this is the, the year where God is going to break through in your life and my life and in this church in a different way than ever before. I believe that we're about to come into a new season of time a new season where God is going to do something and, and some things extraordinary in our midst, in your lives, in my life. I, I believe that God is going to enable all of us in different ways, in your situation, my situation, it's different. But God wants to bring about a, a freedom that I believe is going to result in this next coming season of time having amazing God encounters that not just, I'm not believing that you're going to have a hip touched and out of place, but I believe that God is wanting to touch our lives significantly that we all know that it's God and it's not just something in the air, but something of reality. I, I want to play the clip, um, a couple of clips. First, Please make sure you can see the screen. So if you need to move, please move so that all of us can watch the screen. I'm going to sit down and I'll allow Tom to play the first one, please. That, um, back in 1954, was seen as an impossible milestone. People at that time were saying that that is an impossible thing to run a four-minute mile. It was something that people obviously had dreamed of. Um, they were marking, and, and Trish Basia um, was one of those guys um, who really 
believed that this was possible. And so he set up with a team around him to conquer that barrier that was at that time a four-minute mile. Currently, the, the world record for uh, a mile is around three minutes 42 or something like that. Uh, or, sorry, three minutes 33, 34. Um, so it's come down since then, but at that time, it seemed to be an impossible barrier that nobody could um, make. I believe that God is saying that there's nothing impossible for each and every one of you as you lean and take hold of what God has purposed for each and every one of you. There's nothing impossible. You might, um, or might, other people might have put a barrier in front of you saying that's not doable. You can't achieve that. You can't be that person. You can't have that relationship with me. That's impossible. To live a holy life, for instance, with pleasing God in every way, that's impossible. But I believe God is saying, actually, the things that he's spoken over your life, some of the promises that God has given to you that seem sometimes to be out of distance, you can't quite manage that. I believe that there's two things. One, I don't believe that you're going to do it on your own. Roger Bannister, sorry, I, I said Chris Bracious before. Roger Bannister, he could not do that four-minute mile alone. He needed the pacemaker to do the first two laps. Then he needed somebody to then take it on for that third and a little bit lap before then he went for it and went for the line. And, you know, one of the things that I heard him say on that was that it seemed like there was a force with him, that he seemed it was effortless, and there was a force with him enabling him to run at that speed for that length of time. And one of the things for me is that, you know, God is going to place around you other people who are going to champion in you. They're going to, in quotes, run alongside you. They can't run your race for you. Please hear me. They can't run the race for you, but they can run the race with you. But there is going to be a time where you're going to have to do things in, your, in God's strength that he gives to you. That, you know, that last 300 meters of that race he had to run by himself. But before then, he had people with him to help run that race. And for every single one of us, there is going to be times where we're going to have to run on our own with the power of God that is going to be at work in our lives. I don't believe that we will ever have to do things absolutely on our own because the Holy Spirit that God has given to us is there to help us. And so we can hold on to him in those particular times. But I want us to remember that race, that it appeared that people were saying that was an impossibility for man to run a sub four minute mile. But it wasn't. It was broken. And man achieved something.
that went beyond that, and obviously it's brought it down by at least another 20-odd seconds. And man is always a point breaking record. There's things like the long jump, or the, the triple jump, uh, a guy called Jonathan Edwards. He still is the world champion, and that was 30 years ago. But there's people all the time saying, no, we can go further. We can jump further. We can, we can break this barrier. Roger Federer, who's a tennis player, he is, what, 35, 36, something like my age. And <laughs> why are you laughing? Um, you know, he, he's now number one in the world, again, at tennis. After how many years? 10 years? 10, 12 years? Since he was last number one. But he has kept going and he is now the number one tennis player in the world at his age. So again, it's something that it's like, no, there's, the, there's impossibilities in quotes that actually as believers are possible. Let's, can you play the next clip, please? When we give our lives to Jesus Christ, we come and go through a transformation from old life to new life. And we become something very different. It's not like we suddenly change our shape. Some of us wish we could. But, you know, some for us or for everybody who gives their life to the Lord, it is a transformed life because it's the old life that goes. And just like that, um, the caterpillar who, you know, a cocoon comes around him, but then a breakout takes place into something completely new. As a Christian, when you give your life to Jesus, then it is like a brand new life. But you see, one of the things I believe that God is wanting to do currently is to bring that type of transformation into your life and my life. Something that is so radical that brings a complete change in everybody's situations and circumstances. I believe that um, for some of us here, it's like our life has gone into a bit of cocoon. And in, in one sense, it's just like we don't really know um, what is the next step, what we're going to do next, what actually life is all about. But I believe that God is saying, actually, I've placed you in this cocoon for a reason because there's about to be a breakthrough that is going to bring the transformation in your life that then you will become the person that God has designed you for. That's all designed by, for me, a creator. I, I, I personally don't believe that can happen by chance. I don't believe that things like that can happen by chance. I believe nature, when you look at nature, it's incredible what I believe God, the creator, has done. And for something as beautiful as a butterfly coming out of a caterpillar, that transformation that takes place, I believe is an incredible thing. But you see, for me, God has created you as an incredible person. Every single one of you has been, de been designed by God himself. He's seen you in your mother's womb. He formed you. 
just like we saw that formation of the cocoon, we saw the formation of the butterfly coming out. Those sort of things, I believe it says in the Bible that you were formed in the mother's womb and he, God Almighty, saw that. So for me, every single one of us has purpose. And that purpose, I believe, is about to come into reality. Can we just play the final clip, but just a couple of minutes, a couple of, about a minute of it, please? Because I just want you to understand. Now that's the greatest revelation that you're going to have <laughs> this morning. But I also want you to understand that sometimes the process of a, a bird coming out of an egg, one, it doesn't happen just like that. It, 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 it causes a breakthrough. It's like that beginning to break the shell. I believe that's the stage that we as a church are at, at this time, that God is about to do something fresh and something new with all of us. But it's coming, it's still at this stage where it's, it's cracking. The crack has appeared. And because of that crack has appeared, it's like you can see something that is alive inside of it, but we're quite not seeing what that looks like yet. And you see, for me, God is wanting you to understand that every one of us, I believe God is wanting to take all of us into a different season of time because it's a spiritual season I'm talking about. I believe God wants us all to have a different and new and a fresh adventure. That may be that you're still in the same place, but God wants to give you a new attitude where you currently are in the situations that you face. But with God doing something fresh and new in our lives, it allows that breakthrough to happen just like this egg this, this life that was, is contained within the egg is about to come out. If you want to just keep playing it without the sound, if possible, I don't know if there is sound on this one anyway, so that you can actually watch that while I'm talking to you because time's short. But I want you to understand God is about to do something fresh in you that is not something that is just going to be words, but it's going to be in demonstration. I, I believe that with all of my heart. That it's not just going to be something that we are going to talk about, but it's something that we're going to tangibly see in our own personal lives, but also that of the church. We want to see the breakthrough. But you see, you can't still see exactly what's in there yet. But you know that there's something in there that contains life because there's a crack, there's a breaking through. But this breakthrough, and we can look at different people's lives, Abraham, his situation, his breakthrough was when Isaac was born. After so many years married, his wife couldn't have children. The breakthrough came when Isaac was born to Sarah. Jacob, as we've read, he had a breakthrough when he wrestled with God at that time. And sometimes it does take us a little bit of wrestling. And wrestling in that situation, in a spiritual sense, is not wrong. Sometimes asking questions about 
what we believe, what we think is not wrong. But you see, what Jacob did was hold on to God with all of his might, sort of saying, I don't, I cannot let you go. I'm not going to let you go until you do something. And for Jacob at that time, it was bless me. I need you to touch my life in a fresh way. I know you're something supernatural. This wrestling was something happening that was extraordinary. And because of the extraordinary nature, he said, I'm not going to let you go until you do something. You're going to have to bless me. And sometimes in our Christian faith, in our Christian walk, we have to hold on to God with dear life in a sense. Because we know that God is actually does want to have breakthrough. We know that he actually is very real. But we also know actually something has to happen in order for me to come into a new place. Jacob was actually a deceiver. He deceived his uncle Laban for years. He worked with Laban for 20 years. He got wealthy out of Laban because he deceived Laban. He deceived his brother Esau from his birthright. He deceived, that was his name. Jacob is known as the deceiver. And because God wanted to do something extraordinary in the life of Jacob and his sons, the 12 tribes of Israel came out of Jacob's, you know, seed. What then happens is that, you know, something had to happen in Jacob, and that was wrestling with God, that person, at that time. It's out now. But you could see that the breakthrough contains life. God is wanting to produce life in each and every one of us. No matter where we are in our journey with God, whether we've just taken the first steps, or we're on our way, or we're not quite there to make that real commitment with God for, at this moment, what I can tell you is that God has a plan and purpose for your life. He really does. Because if you look at creation, there's a plan and purpose for every creature on this world, on the face of this planet. There is, that there is a purpose for every single one. And if you are into um, looking at these things and, and looking at the biologies and you're looking at all um, just the different animals and what the purpose was, some are, are there to eat even the fleas off the back of um, the big lions. It's incredible what God has designed all of us with purpose. And God's designed you with purpose. God has designed every single one of you with purpose. You may not think sometimes that you are and have been designed for purpose. But I'm telling you that God has designed you for a purpose. And sometimes we need to hold on to God through sometimes difficult times. And saying, God, we need to, I need to see this breakthrough. I need to see something happen in my life to take me from where I'm currently at to where you want me to be. I want to see this church become what God wants it to be. Not what Jonathan or Helena want it to be, what God wants it to be. I want this church to reflect what the true, what I believe the true church of Jesus Christ is like full of passion for who God is, who our creator is, worthy of praise and honor and glory, but also ensuring that we demonstrate that in a very real, practical way through the love that we have for one another. 
Then it says in scripture, then the world will take note that these guys have been with Jesus. These guys have been marked with the Lord Jesus Christ in one way or another. In the way that God has designed you, the way that God has designed me. It's full of purpose. But one of my prayers, or here's my prayer for each one of you, is that there's nothing impossible for you. People, and again, we're going to pray about this because I believe there's some people here who have been, in a sense, it's like you've been tied down because of words that have been spoken over your life in the past, saying you're not going to be anybody, you're not going to achieve anything. And we're going to pray together, and we're going to break that today, breaking the power of words that have been spoken, because it's holding you back. It's like that minute mile, that four-minute mile, that people are so, you're not going to achieve that. And I believe what God is saying is that you are able to achieve what I have purposed for you to achieve. For that caterpillar becoming a butterfly, that God can truly transform your life into the life that God had purposed for you. Sometimes that's understanding that we have to get rid of the old some of the old ways of thinking sometimes the old ways of that we've acted in possibly sometimes negativity where God wants to change that and transform us into something that is then fit for the purpose that God has designed us for and we're going to just pray a little bit about that too but then also that I want you to understand that the cracking has begun. And I'm prophesying that. I'm speaking the word of God over each and every one of you. That that final clip about that cracking of the egg, I believe with all of my heart that God has begun that work in each and every one of us. I don't believe that even our guests here this morning, our visitors, I don't believe that it has been a coincidence that you've been here today. I don't know why you're here, whether you're here just because you're, you're visiting London for just a, a week, or whether you live in London. But I know that God has purpose for you to be here this morning because he wanted you to understand that there is, that you've been designed by him. You've been created for a purpose. And I believe that you're not going to miss that purpose. But what I am saying is that the purpose has to be in God. That in every single one of our lives, that we need to, sometimes, and it may be you, you need to, in a sense, wrestle with God a little bit. Saying, God, I'm not going to let go of you until you do something in my life. I'm not going to let go until you bless me. I'm not going to let go until I know the, what that purpose is. I'm not going to let go until you speak to me. Because I believe that sometimes, just like that race, that so many people, oh, it's impossible. 
It's impossible for Minute Mile, and so therefore they are content to remain where they're at. But I believe God's saying no. There's things out there that he's purposed for each one of us. Let's please stand. Just as we do, is it, it, closing your eyes is not something that is overtly spiritual, but sometimes it's just good to just shut out everything else so that you can focus. So I just invite you to sh- close your eyes now. I just want you to think about your own life at this moment. Your own journey, your own walk with God. And I'm just going to pray for you. And then we're going to move on to one or two other things. But Lord, I just pray that any words that have been spoken over any of our lives that are negative, that they've pulled us down, they've spoken about non-achievement. I break the power of those words in our lives now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I speak in that place words of life I speak over every single one of us that we have been designed by a creator and that creator has a design and a purpose for each and every one of us and Lord I thank you that for every single person here Father we know that there is nothing impossible any hurdle we command that to be removed in Jesus' name, that our attitudes will change to understand that there is nothing impossible if we dream with you. That four-minute mile was deemed to be impossible, but man together conquered that milestone. And so, Father, I ask you that you will place along others along our path that you have placed us on so that every single one of us will achieve the purpose that you designed us for. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, for each and every one of you, you know where the areas of breakthrough that you need to see in your life. You know you might think about that caterpillar and the butterfly that I need to see some further transformations in my heart and life I know I'm not being living 100% for you and I need to see that transformation take place in these areas you need to just talk to the Lord now talking to the Lord is not something that's crazy it's just you just speaking in your mind you can verbalize it sometimes important that you don't just think these things but you talk it through you can do this under your breath but you can say to God Lord I just know that I I, I, I need transformation in this area my my time with you I, I need transformation in my understanding my thinking 
I, I need transformation in the way I behave at times. I need transformation. And you need to just talk about that to the Lord yourself because I can't run this race for you. God's hearing every one of your prayers now. And I believe that God is saying, I'm pleased with what I'm hearing. And then finally, that picture of the egg. And that cracking. If that's something that you want for your own life, Father, I, I ask you that you will just... Oh, Lord, bring the new things out of my life. Father, what you've placed in my own heart and my life and in this body. Father, I just thank you for the new things that you have placed in there that you want to bring out. To reveal you in a greater way than ever before. Just use your own words to describe what that spoke to you, what the God spoke to you through that particular clip. It doesn't have to take long and you can do some more business with God at a later stage. But Father, I, I ask you that as a church, the season that you're taking us into. I thank you that there's cracks that are appearing in order to produce the new things that you want to establish in our hearts and in our lives. Father, I just thank you that for those of us who are going to be wrestling with you in our prayer rooms, our prayer closets, Father, we just know that without you, there's nothing. But Father, with you, all things are possible. And so, Father, I thank you for the impossible things. I thank you for the supernatural things. I thank you for the lives that are being transformed by the power of your word. And I thank you, Father, for those three clips. Nothing is impossible. Lives transformed and breaking through will begin to take place in every single one of our lives so that we can fulfill your plan and purpose. But Lord, like Jacob, we just ask you that you will touch us with your supernatural Holy Spirit. Because Lord, we don't go anywhere without your touch and without you touching our lives in a fresh, new and powerful way. I thank you, Jesus. Amen. We pray that the word today has really encouraged you built you up, inspired you, spoken right into your situation. 
If you've got questions to anything that you've heard or you'd like someone to talk to or to pray with you, then do contact us on our website, www.kingdomfaithlondon.com.